Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, indeed, we'll help you keep it running thanks to the help we get from ASC Certified Technician. I was going to say Dan Burns, but you're not Dan Burns. You're Nick Stoffel. Yes, I am. Mostly... You walk in the door of Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue, beautiful Grand Avenue, and there you are, right there. Most always. You and Jimmy are right there. Me, Jimmy, and don't forget Suds. Yeah, that's true. Suds is there, too. Another Nick. Uh, How are you? You doing okay? Doing well. It's been a while since I've seen you. It has been a while. I know we do this uh, annually here at the the State Fair. Uh, And if you're new to the show, thanks for joining us here at the fair or uh, on the phone, on your tech screen, if you have any kind of a car care question. We will uh, answer. Well, you you're going to do the answering. We will do our best together. You are the uh, you are the expert. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Or if you want to send a text, people are doing that already. Eight one eight zero seven. Let's. Uh, you and I were talking off air about. Uh, I don't want to use the word fall yet. It's still summer officially, but a lot of folks are already back in school. Some colleges and universities uh, after Labor Day, but a lot of folks are heading out of town. Maybe a mom or dad or grandpa and grandma have uh, picked up a car, used vehicle, and uh, maybe get it checked out. That was the first thing that's important to do, isn't it? Get Before you even buy it, bring it in. Well, with any vehicle before you buy, you should have it assessed. Yeah. A used vehicle, that is. You know, and then as we send our children or loved ones across the country, oftentimes I think maybe we forget to have that car looked at because there's so many other things that we're worried that's about. Right. And the last thing you want is to have your student abroad somewhere around the, in the United States here and have them have a car problem and not know where to have them go. So try to avoid some of that because it might be you know the holidays before you see that child in car again. So make sure you have it looked over well. What, what, ha- what do you guys do now when uh, somebody makes an appointment to bring in that vehicle? What do you check out? Probably well, everything. What's all, you know, everything and all the basics. You know, it's, uh, you know, as you can recall, years ago, you know, you'd go to get to the gas station, see somebody with their hood open checking their oil. You know, ask anyone you know in the last time they checked their own oil. Yes. Many cars, it's very difficult. So, I mean, as simple as checking the tires, all the underhood fluids, uh, all the lights, you know, the wipers, all, all those little things that you don't want to have your child have a problem with while they're driving across the country. We have uh, been doing this show for, well, probably, Dan and I talk about it, it's got to be 20-some years that you guys have helped us out here on uh, CCO. And uh, things have changed in vehicles. We talked about it before. I remember owning a vehicle that had no dipstick. And I mentioned this last week. I want a car with a dipstick yet. I want to check that out. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's becoming more common because the, really? the cars have sensors that can measure the oil level. And then you start to wonder, is that sensor going to fail? Yeah. And if you've been around cars, you know, a long time like we have, you know, you would like that sense of security. You know, you, cars, we become more reliant on tire pressure sensors oil monitoring systems and sometimes it's still a good idea to get that tire gauge out make sure they're accurate make sure the oil level is full uh, because those electrical components can fail and you don't want to end up on the side of the highway somewhere 651-989-9226 if sending a text to nick is easier your car care question via text that number is 81807 tell you what one that just came in 2009 dodge grand caravan uh esp 
Whatever the light. Can you see that? Yeah, a couple different fault lights are coming on. Okay. Uh, intermittently, it looks like. And, you know, the hard thing with vehicles being more and more electrical and a lot more computer systems, a lot more of these components that send information to these computers, sometimes you might have a sensor that's not uh, operating properly and it sets a fault code. And that fault code goes to the computer. The computer will store that code and turn the light on. So in the case of this person, they should quite simply, next time they're in for service, have their, their mechanic, have their shop access the computer system, see what codes are there, what they pertain to, then they can decide how important it is, if it's just an intermittent fault they can monitor, or if it's something they could possibly leave them uh, in trouble. Can that ever be done at home? I mean, do we have any do-it-yourselfers that have that kind of equipment that you have at Lloyd's uh, to uh, read uh, codes? There, there are a lot of tools out there that can give you some of the basic information. Um, you know, and the hard part is, you know, for, forever people have said, well, the check engine light is on. Tell me what's wrong with it. Yeah. And when you plug into the computer system, it will give you a code. The code will have a description, but that's it. It doesn't say X component failed. It'll say the car has a misfire. And then it's up to the, the technician, the mechanic, to determine what's creating that misfire. So there's important information with just the code, whether or not you should be driving the vehicle, you should have the vehicle towed, or you, know, you need to go to that next step and figure out why that code's set. All right, Nick Stoffel's with us here at the Minnesota State Fair on CCO. Now, if you do have uh, any kind of a car care question you want to ask Nick, you can call us, 651-989-9226, or as I said earlier, if you want to send a text, 81807. As I said, we've been doing the show for many years here on CCO, and if you need to bring in your vehicle, your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, uh, Nick will give you some idea of what, uh, what, what might be wrong with it. Analyzing it over the radio is sometimes a little difficult. Well, that's kind of like we've always said, you know, the purpose of us coming here is to help people give the shop or the mechanic the information to help them fix the car. Oftentimes, you know, we go to see the mechanic or the service center and we say, I don't want to tell them too much because I don't want to cost too much. <laughs> that's right. The truth is the more information you give them, the quicker they can get to the problem and probably save you some money. Well, not only that, save you time too. Yeah, which Both. costs money. <laughs> That's right, absolutely. All right, Nick, hang on. We'll take this break and uh, be right back with uh, more car care. Call us, text us on this Saturday morning. And a good Saturday morning to you. We are broadcasting live here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Danny along with Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive, which is located where? Well, we're in the capital. Not far from here. Not far really. from here. In St. Paul, at 982 Grand Avenue. It's a little difficult to get there these days. We've got some road construction, like, yeah. like everywhere, but... Uh, yeah, if you're ever in the area, stop on by if you're in front of your computer at home or at lloydsautomotive.net, and that's L-L-O-Y-D-S, automotive.net. And if sometime you have to give us a call, we're at 651-228-1316. I do believe you're open today, too. We are. All right. Till what, noon? Till noon, it? correct. Oh, very good. All right, 651-989-9226, or text Nick, your car care question at 81807. Let's go back to the phones, uh, Nick. Bob and Edina, I believe, is first up here. Bob, what is your question for Nick? Uh, Nick, I have a 2012 Lexus RX350, and uh, I just experienced uh, an unusual situation. It was parked in an underground uh, garage, and uh, when I got down in the morning, all the windows were lowered. Uh, and I was just wondering what could cause that you know, that's obviously odd. Um, typically, I don't know if we see that often with a, uh, a Lexus, but, you know, most vehicles are equipped, like, with a body control computer or a comfort control module. 
that will sense when you're trying to uh, operate the windows. So something in the communication system within the vehicle thinks that the windows were requested to go down. Maybe there's a, a, a low battery. Maybe there's some sort of confusion within the computer system. Um, obviously, that's not something you want to ignore. Luckily, it was in a garage. It wasn't outside. It wasn't raining. It wasn't winter. So, you know, keep an eye on it. You know, like we t- talk, touched on earlier, intermittent problems are always the hardest to they figure are. out. And if this is a one-time event, you could take it to your shop. You could take it to the dealer. And unfortunately, if there's no information that the car has stored, there's not much to go on. So pay attention to it. No, anything odd when you get out of the vehicle, you know, like you notice that when you try to lock it with the reef, the fob that it didn't lock the first time, or if the lights are staying, there's something another clue there might really help somebody out. So pay attention to it. Um, it's unfortunate, I know, but it might take a little time to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Interesting question. All right, uh, let's see who's next. Craig in Minneapolis, I believe, is on the line. Uh, Craig, you're on uh, CCO with Nick. Hey, hey, I got a 2013 Camry. And when I come to a slow stop, my brakes squeal. And I took it into a service guy, and they said, well, your brakes look uh, awesome. And they said, you know, just sometimes your brakes squeal. And I really get tired of hearing the noise, so I'm wondering if there's some uh, way of uh, getting rid of the squeal. So the, the noise comes from, obviously, friction. And either the friction is a lack of lubrication somewhere within the, the sliding part of the brake pad to the to the rotor, or it's the friction between the surface of the pad and the rotor. So if you take it to your regular shop, if they if you've had the brakes replaced recently, maybe it just needs a little lubrication. If that's not going to fix it, unfortunately you might need a different uh, type or different brand of brake pad. Sometimes, uh, depending on the, the, the brand or the quality or the material of the pad, that friction material might have a little too much metallic in it, which is creating that noise. So... Take it back to them, have them just service it, clean everything up, lubricate it, see if that doesn't handle it for you. If not, you might have to upgrade those brake pads. All right, Craig, thank you for the call. That leaves the line open at 651-989-9226 or send a text, 81807. Text says this, Nick, my son bought his first vehicle from a dealer, 2006 Chevy Tahoe. Transmission went out 30 days later. Is it better to fix it or resell it? And they have a follow-up that uh, Tahoe has 120,000 miles on it. You know, that's always a difficult question because, you know, we come across that, you know, people have a used vehicle, it's now their extra vehicle, their their, their children's vehicle. Um, Usually in those cases where people have owned the vehicle for a long time, it's pretty simple. You know the history on it, you know what you have, you know what you're going to have after you fix it. This situation is a little more difficult because you don't necessarily know the history of the vehicle, how well it was maintained. If you have those records and you can go through and say, you know, this this person did all the services at all the, the mileage markers at the 100,000 miles, all those different times, then maybe it's worth fixing, you know, because repairing a vehicle often is less money than purchasing a vehicle. That's right. And that couple thousand dollars to get a used transmission in there, a few thousand dollars, is probably less money than buying a comparable used vehicle. So it's difficult because it is bought it, but, yeah. you know, it might be lesser expensive in the in the long run. All right, very good. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 here is a, uh, we get this question from time to time. How do you clean the inside of the windshield? I've tried a couple of products. Texture says it's still streaky. That's, that's an issue in a lot of vehicles. It is. Uh, we use a Zep product at work there. It's a really good, uh, I think, ammonia-based glass cleaner that seems to do the job. Um, you know, obviously people don't smoke like they used to. That used right. to be a real common problem. 
Um, we don't necessarily see as many heater cores like we used to. Another common reason for that. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm particular about my windshield. And, you know, sometimes you just got to do it a couple dozen times. To get it's, it it's, I've read anyway, maybe we've talked about this in the past, that's kind of like these off gases from the uh, vinyl that's in, inside a vehicle. Yeah, yeah environment, absolutely. Um, you know, maybe the cabin filter isn't clean. Maybe oh, yeah. there's some debris in there. There's a lot of different components that could create a little bit of... Uh, you know, hazing on that uh, that glass, I guess. All right. But, yeah, you use a Zep product. We do. There. All right. Hang on, Nick. We're going to uh, take a quick break here, as we usually do. We have more text, uh, texters to answer their car care questions. And if you want to call it in, too, 651-989-9226. Nick will be here for about another 15 minutes. Then, of course, is Jack Farrell's wine chat. And then we will head out to the uh, veranda here on CCO for our Lawn and Garden show coming up at 8 o'clock this morning. It's a Saturday in CCO land, live from the Minnesota State Fair. This is the time where we talk cars, car care, on 830WCC. Now, we've got callers. Nick Nick is from uh, Lloyd's Automotive. Uh, i tell you why. I know our time is limited because you're going to be here for about another eight or nine minutes. Let's get to the phones real fast here. Mike, I believe, is calling from Litchfield. Go ahead, Mike. Hello, Good morning. Mike. Morning. Hello. Yes, I have a question. I have a 2002... A GMC Sierra and my service four-wheel drive light comes on. Uh, what do I do to fix that? And is it serious? Yeah, you definitely want to have that looked at. There is uh, the lights on because there's a fault somewhere within the transfer case, transmissions, or somewhere with the all-wheel drive or the control system of that. So get that looked at. If it simply is a sensor or an actuator motor, get that fixed before winter. Otherwise, you may not have that four-wheel or all-wheel drive option. Is that expensive fix? It can be. I mean, I'm sure the assessing process can take somebody half hour, an hour's labor. Depending on the sensor or the component, those motors are a few hundred dollars. So it wouldn't surprise me if you end up spending four or $500 on it, maybe more if it's something more serious. All right. I appreciate your thoughts. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for the call. Let's move on to St. Louis Park. Skip has a question for Nick. Go ahead, Skip. Yes, I've got a 2015 Ford Transit Connect, nearly 242,000 miles on it. It's rated up to E15 gas, and after a long day of driving, I just mindlessly put in E85. Have I done any damage? The check engine light came on, but now it's off after a while. So have I done any permanent damage? I doubt it, especially if it's still operating fine. If you burn through that and put back to the regular fuel, or you should... You know, as soon as you can add some regular fuel to dilute it is a good idea. Um, you know, it, if it starts detonating or pinging or if you're getting a lack of power, you might have to have somebody flush that out. So careful with it. Um, it's, it's not designed for that, but uh, you're the one driving. You, you're obviously 240,000 miles. You know how it drives, so be, be aware. All right, very good. Uh, thanks, Skip. Uh, David in Minatrista is on the line to ask a question. Hi, David. Hello, David. All right, maybe David uh, went off for some coffee or something. Uh, we got some text, as you can see, Nick, about the, uh, the, the, the caller that had the windows down. Yeah. What are some of the textures uh, suggesting? Well, as always, our listeners are often smarter than we are. Uh, very often. Very often. Uh, but it's true with many vehicles. When you take the key fob you know, on that Lexus where the windows were down, you take the key fob, if, oftentimes if you hold both lock and unlock, buttons on that remote on many types of vehicles for a few moments it'll actually roll your windows down the purpose of it i believe is as you're walking up to the vehicle on a hot summer day 
you can roll the windows down. So therefore, once you've gotten to the vehicle, it's already lost a bunch of that excess of heat. Hmm. So maybe that, that gentleman or that woman that was having some issues there, that maybe they inadvertently held both buttons as they were walking away from the car. The windows went down. They came back in the morning, and that's what happened. Okay. Some suggestions. Thanks for that. Uh, Chip is on the line to ask a question, I believe. Chip, you're on with Nick. Yes, I, I have a 98 Chevrolet Suburban with a new motor with 17,000 miles on it. And I've, I've had the... Uh, I've had a new fuel pump put in it, and I've had a fuel sensor put in it, and I still, when I step on the accelerator, a lot of times the thing acts like it's dying, like it's not getting any fuel, and it just uh, doesn't hurt, and then you hold it. You can hold the accelerator all the way to the floor, and then all of a sudden it'll start sputtering and spitting, and then it'll just take off, you know, like it's, Got all all the power you can get, you know. But it's, uh... sure. a, a lot of times, what happens when a vehicle lacks acceleration, lacks power, it's because it's mo- missing the combination. Whether it's spark, air, or fuel, most of the time we always think it's fuel because we're stepping on the pedal. We think we're giving it gas, so therefore, if it's not getting gas, it's not running right. Oftentimes, it's not that. It might, it might be something with the timing of the vehicle, where the you know you said the motor is new. Maybe there's something with the timing that's off a little bit. Um, maybe there's something with a, a misfire of some sort, um, but I would probably take it to maybe the person that put the motor in for you, or take it to your your mechanic, have them drive it. It's new enough, ninety. It's new enough where you can hook up the scan tool, and there's some data there, something telling the the computer system that it's missing, whether the timing's off, it's missing some spark, it's missing some fuel, and from there they can kind of work backward to try to determine what's happening. But I would think that if it's running that poorly, you should have it looked at before you end up broken down. Okay, very good. Uh, i tell you what, let's pick up some text messages before we run out of time, Nick. Here's a texture that says, I have a 2016 Mercedes. A message on the screen tells me to correct tire pressure. How important is this to address right away? You have until the tire's flat, <laughs> which who knows? I mean, so, you know, those warning systems are good, but, you know, they're not always 100% accurate, but giving you a warning, so you need to at least look, stop by... Your service station, have them check the tires, top them off. Uh, you don't want to have a flat, especially on the side of the highway, so have that looked at right away. Are those tire sensors, are they pretty accurate they are, for the most part? It's pretty amazing. Uh, they are accurate. Sometimes you can chase your tail trying to figure out which is in which position, but you know, if, they all, if the light is off and all the sensors are reading within the range, you should be fine. Let's take one more call. James is calling in from uh, Forest Lake, I believe. James, you're on CCO with Nick. Hi, Nick. How are you doing this morning? I got a common question for you, maybe. Uh, all the new cars today have key pops. When, you're, when your key pop breaks on you and you're in the middle of nowhere, your car won't start. I had that happen to me on a Sunday, and I couldn't start it, but I called Monday morning, and the dealer said, well, just take the key pop and push it up to where the start button is. Well, how long can that go on for before you have to replace one of these $500 key pops? Well, the, first thing, put a new battery in the fob, and hopefully that will resolve your imi- initial I did, problem. It didn't work, yeah. Uh, but so the key fob is a transmitter. You send the signal when you push the button When you with, with the remote, with the battery and all that. But when you get close to the receiver, which is right behind where the start button is, you can actually get it to work in a short distance. Um, I think actually that will always work. And I don't think it needs the. I can you know, even take the battery out of there and try it. I guess. Um, oftentimes, you can also take that. Some vehicles 
that start button comes off, and there's a key in your fob in a lot of vehicles. You can put the key in there and start it also. So depending oh, on the vehicle, check the owner's manual because I'm sure it's described in there. But many cars, okay. you can hold it right up to the button where you're close enough in proximity for it to work. Or sometimes you can flip open that start button and insert the key. All right. Very good. Good luck, James. Thanks very much. I know we're uh, almost out of time getting ready for Jack Farrell's wine chat here in a couple of minutes. But a texter says, Nick, I have a 2005 Nissan Sentra. When I fill the gas tank and get to about three-quarters full, the gas starts leaking under the car. Do I have a tank leak, or is there some overflow mechanism that's messed up? And is it dangerous? Any gas leak is dangerous. You know, so if you ever walk into your garage and it smells like fuel, have it looked at. Um, it, I doubt that the tank is leaking. It can happen, but most likely something with the evaporative system has uh, come detached or something with the overflow has come detached. So, you know, take it to your, your mechanic. They can lift it up in the air, get underneath, and should be able to pinpoint the spot where that's happening. But don't ignore that. Um, you don't want a gas leak ever. All right, I know we, we're just about out of time, Nick. Thanks for, for coming over to the State Fair. Just an idea for folks that uh, uh, want to get their vehicle checked out before they have head for a fall trip or maybe kids going back to, to school. Uh, what are the most important things they, they can check out? Uh, you know, like we always talk, tires, fluids, uh, are all the lights operating? Yeah. Do the wipe, wipers work well? You, know, you don't want to yourself or your loved ones driving across in a heavy rainstorm and not be able to see where they're headed. That's really you know and the brake lights. I mean, you, want, you you don't see when you're driving, but you want the guy behind you to see him. So Absolutely. make sure you have all the safety things looked at, whether you're going to the cab and you're sending a kid across country or regular maintenance. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Quickly, uh, we're at nine eight two Grand Avenue in St. Paul, uh, on the internet at Lloyd'sAutomotive.net, and if you ever want to call us, we're at six five one two two eight one three one six. Thanks, Nick. We'll Thank see you. you down the road. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.